Watching Dancing with the Stars, all I could think was, isn't there something besides ibuprofen that can make my old knees move like that? To find out, stay tuned to ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm Dr. Bill Rutenberg, your host, and with me today is Dr. Brian Berman. Dr. Berman is a professor of family medicine and director of the Center for Integrative Medicine at the University of Maryland Medical Center in Baltimore, Maryland. Currently, he is the principal investigator of two NIH-designated centers for the study of traditional Chinese medicine. He was the first chair of the Consortium of Academic Health Centers for Integrative Medicine and served on the Institute of Medicine panel on complementary medicine. Dr. Berman co-founded and coordinates the complementary medicine field within the Cochrane Collaboration. Today we are discussing acupuncture in the treatment of osteoarthritis. Welcome, Dr. Berman. It's great to have you with us at the Clinician's Roundtable. Thanks very much. I'm glad to be here. What prompted and began your interest in integrative medicine? How did you get started in the field? Well, probably about 25 years ago, I realized that while I had great training for acute care problems for a lot of the chronic diseases, my family medicine training fell a little bit short. So I started to look for other answers, other ways to help my patients. And that began an exploration back in the late 70s and 80s into things like acupuncture, traditional Chinese medicine, how the mind affects the body. And what made you think or come to the conclusion that acupuncture for osteoarthritis would be something worthwhile to look at? Well, I've been practicing it for probably about eight years and then had started up the University of Maryland Center for Integrative Medicine. And within that, some of the acupuncturists and myself noticed that we were getting some good results with patients with osteoarthritis. And we wanted to really examine it in a scientifically rigorous way. So we began to get together with some of the rheumatologists, experts in osteoarthritis, as well as some of the statisticians and methodologists, and to see how could we study this, you know, something that would hold up to science. I include medical acupuncture in my practice, and I can't help but remember how I smiled when I read the New England Journal of Medicine, July 2002. Dr. J. Bruce Mosley published a controlled trial of arthroscopic surgery for osteoarthritis of the knee. Studied three groups, group one, arthroscopic debridement, group two, arthroscopic lavage, and group three, placebo surgery. The outcomes were assessed at multiple points over 24 months. And I quote from the article, at no point did either of the intervention groups report less or better function than the placebo group, close quote. Did these results surprise you? No, they don't surprise me. It was a very well-done study, and it, you know, it highlighted the importance of the placebo effects. <laughs> That's what we've been accused of in acupuncture. Well, I think you know, placebo, if you look at it as the self-healing effect, is important in all of medicine. You know, it has typically a negative connotation and, oh, it's all placebo, it's all in your mind, when actually, you know, we're realizing now in research all over the world that it has very potent effects. And so, you know, when you're doing studies, whether it's arthroscopic surgery or, you know, acupuncture or, you know, it's some sort of a medication, we try to take into account, well, how does this add on, you know, what's the difference between the particular therapy that you're studying and the placebo and a no treatment. And so you were faced with this dilemma when you began to formulate and plan your study on acupuncture for osteoarthritis. How did you begin the study and what were the key ingredients to the study? 
Well, what we did with our osteoarthritis uh, acupuncture research is that we began with just a basic pilot study. The rheumatologist really said to us, you know, yes, we see that we're sending some patients to you. They're getting benefits, but we really don't know, you know, is it the placebo effect or maybe it was just the natural course that they were going to get better anyway. And let's not get too excited here. So let's just do a small pilot and see if we can use standard acupuncture treatments for each patient and use standardized outcome measures that, you know, everybody would say, yes, if you made a difference there, we really believe the results. So we started with that with 12 patients back in 1994. We saw that it did show a benefit that led us on to doing a larger study of 73 patients, which was more of a randomized control trial, but it was a weightless control. One group received acupuncture plus their anti-inflammatory medications. The other group stayed on their anti-inflammatory meds. And that also showed that it was safe and effective, which then set us up to apply for and receive funding from the NIH to do a much larger three-arm study with 570 patients. One group was getting sham acupuncture. One group was getting real acupuncture. Another group was getting the Arthritis Foundation education arm. And that study has been published, I believe, in the Annals of Internal Medicine? That's right. That was published in uh, December of '04 in the Annals of Internal Medicine. And, and what we showed is that acupuncture was safe and it was effective for this group of patients. The effect sizes, you know, the size of the effect uh, was equivalent to, you know, things like non-steroidal anti-inflammatory medicines, exercise, and other pretty much standard care that we use for osteoarthritis. And so we start determined our conclusion was that it should be part of a multidisciplinary approach for osteoarthritis of the knees. I'd like to go into the results in a little more detail, but first, welcome those who are just joining us at the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm Dr. Bill Rutenberg, and with me today is Dr. Brian Berman, Director of the Center for Integrative Medicine at the University of Maryland Medical Center. We're discussing acupuncture as an adjunctive therapy in osteoarthritis of the knee. Specifically, what were the outcome measures? The main outcome measure that we used for our study was the WOMAC scale, the Western Ontario McMaster scale, which is measuring basically function and pain. It's the sort of gold standard for clinical trials in osteoarthritis. So that was our main primary outcome measure. We also looked at patient global assessment. What do the patients think globally was happening with them? That's also one of the standard, you know, outcome measures that's used. And then, you know, we looked obviously at the side effects. We also looked at, uh, we asked the credibility questionnaire. We were taking into the study people who did not have acupuncture before. We wanted them to be naive to acupuncture. And we were asking them about either their experience or their expectations about, do they think acupuncture was going to help? What did you use as your placebo? The placebo control we developed over several years it was using the same points, but not actually penetrating the skin. So the real acupuncture, we used a guide tube and we tapped the needle through the guide tube into the acupuncture points. The placebo group, we tilted the, the guide tube so it was slightly on its edge and then we tapped, but there was no needle going through. We had the patients lying down and there was a screen horizontally so that they couldn't see below their abdomen. So they didn't know what was going on. So the real points around the knees and then the ankles and then the sham or the placebo points was the tapping but no penetration of needles. And then we hooked both 
the placebo up to an electrical stimulation device where you saw flashing lights and sound, <laughs> but there was no real current going through. And then in the abdomen, we reversed things. For the real acupuncture, we did the guide tube, but no needles going through and taping it down on two points in the abdomen that we thought were non-acupuncture points. And then the placebo group actually had where we tapped through needles into the non-acupuncture, two points on the abdomen. Did you ask people if they thought they were getting the real or the fake treatment? We did. We asked them both in the beginning of treatment, after four weeks, and then at the end of treatment. And on the whole, they couldn't really tell which one they were receiving. And now I'm sure everybody's sitting out there with bated breath. How many treatments did it take to see the effect and how different or how significant were the benefits? Well, we saw the effect, you know, the difference separating between the two groups at eight weeks, but it was statistically significant at 14 weeks for pain, at eight weeks for the difference in improving function, and then certainly at 26 weeks, both groups were statistically significantly improved. And that would translate into, I think, a six-minute walking test was one of your measurements? That was one of the measurements. Would you look at the number of people that can complete the six-minute walking or the distance walked in six minutes? It was a distance walked in six minutes. You know, the main outcome measures and patient global and measures like that, you know, showed improvement in pain and in function at, you know, all the time intervals from 14 weeks through 26 weeks. And then we use booster doses. I was just going to ask that, yeah. Yeah, acupuncture doesn't last forever. It does have an effect on both inflammation and pain. So we have a longer effect. But we would then give booster doses at a sort of a tapering dose scale. So they would get it like once a month and then even less frequently. There was a total of 23 treatments given for each study participant. And that would be over how much time? That was over a six-month period of time. And has there been any further follow-up after that six-month period to see how many people are relapsing or might need further boosters? We have actually, we're just analyzing, it hasn't been published yet, a three-year follow-up wow. of this. And we're looking at both the cost-benefit as well as to see what the long-term outcomes are. The cost-benefits, it does show that there's real cost savings there. There's sort of a some standard, you know, industry standard that the IOM and people in the UK say, well, if it's less than $50,000, then, you know, it's cost beneficial. And, and this is right in that range. And when you say less than $50,000, that's per patient? Yes, saved. That's a lot of money to be saved. That's right. There was, I think it was 30 something thousand that we found. You mentioned acupuncture being anti-inflammatory and analgesic. Mechanisms, your thoughts on that? Well, the mechanisms of acupuncture, you know, there's a lot of exciting work going around all over the country, and certainly are some of our NIH studies are, are looking at that. You know, you have the hypothalamus pituitary adrenal access, and what we're seeing, at least in our animal studies, is that it has certainly, you know, a release of endorphins and other neurotransmitters, and the, that's having, a, you know, an effect on pain. ACTH is definitely being released, and that has an effect on the inflammation. And we're now trying to see what level is, you know, is which coming from. Were there any surprises that came out of your study? Anything you said, wow, I just didn't expect to find this? For the acupuncture and osteoarthritis trials, I don't think that we really found a lot of surprises because we took such a step-by-step -step approach. You know, we really mm -hmm. tested out the acupuncture protocol. We tested out the control group. We 
didn't realize maybe how powerful the control groups can be. The sham yeah. does have an effect more so than just doing nothing. And that right. could be, you know, many different reasons for that. People enter entering a study or just the effect of putting a needle in any place, you know, sets off a whole cascade in the brain of different neurotransmitters. And I'm sure that would be a fascinating topic all by itself. Uh, absolutely. I'd like to thank Dr. Brian Berman, who's been my guest, and we've been discussing the effectiveness of acupuncture for osteoarthritis of the knee. I'm Dr. Bill Rutenberg. You've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM 157, the channel for medical professionals. We welcome your comments and questions. Please visit us at ReachMD.com and explore our on-demand and podcast features, which gives you access to our entire program library. Until next time, I wish you good day and good health.